Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're suffering hair loss from chemo, alopecia, or your hair is simply thinning out, I know exactly what you're going through. You see your scalp shining through and you're terrified you're going bald? Ugh, that is not a good feeling. But the good news is we found each other and I'm here to help you with all of that. Hi, I'm Deborah Heim. I am a certified alternative hair specialist and the owner of Very Best Little Hair House. I have been wearing wigs myself for over 20 years and I know firsthand wig shopping, along with the stigma and shame that goes along with hair loss, doesn't help, but I'm here to change that. I'm here to help you feel inspired, educated, and empowered about everything alternative hair. From the shame and stigma, all the way to wigs, toppers, why not all wigs are created equal. I have so much to say and so much to share with you, and I am excited that you're here. So take a deep breath, feel the love I'm sending your way. It's time to find and love yourself again. Let's do this. Welcome to the first episode of the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. I'm Deborah Heim. Myself, along with my husband, Chris, co-created Very Best Little Hair House, and that is an alternative hair boutique located in Pennsylvania, where we specialize in helping women, a few men, but mainly women. So when I say women, I'm not intending to not include men, but we help women find the most natural looking alternative hair replacement for them. Now, when I say alternative hair, what I'm referring to is wigs and toppers and hair pieces. However, what I specialize in is choosing one that looks extremely natural. Now, if you've ever had to wig shop before, you might realize just how challenging it can be. But the goal of this podcast is to tell you what I see. I have a unique vantage point from behind the scenes, helping in my shop for four years now. I think we've had about 550 clients to date, and the results we get are amazing. And so I decided we have something good going on here, and I would like to be able to help more women. So that is what the goal of this podcast is. Now, I will be talking about anything to do with alternative hair. You may follow other voices, influencers, things like that as far as wigs. I see quite a few people that talk about specific wigs or reviews or care of wigs, how to do that. And there are plenty of people that are great at that. So what this podcast will be is more of a behind the scenes type of look at some of the stuff that can go along when you're losing your hair and you're afraid and it's so overwhelming because the choices are so many. And when you're looking at the picture, everything looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, it still happens to me. And I order wigs and hair pieces by the dozen now. And I've learned as I go along, now I can look at a picture and kind of predict more what it's going to look like when it gets to my shop as I could when I first was wig shopping. But I'm getting ahead of myself. One of the reasons I created my shop is because of my frustration and not getting excellent results 
along my journey of hair loss and I created the shop specifically so that it would be a great place for somebody to shop at that's losing their hair. I make sure that we have all kinds of selections that look natural. I'm a real stickler about how the wig looks or the hair piece. I strive to look as natural as possible myself. I try and be an example of making wearing a wig normal. If anything, that is one of my goals. So many people have hair loss. I've noticed that there still is kind of a stigma and an unnecessary shame that goes along when you're losing your hair. And I'll tell you real quick about my journey as quick as possible sometime during this podcast. If there's anything that you can use or try to replace your hair, I've done it. And I can tell you about my success stories and some of the epic failures. Not so much, hopefully. But if there's anything that I've learned along the way that can help you, I'm going to try and cover that. It can get overwhelming. I see a lot of women feeling shame because of their hair loss. And this is something that we've got to change. I mean, if you think about it, nobody does anything to deserve hair loss. Now, there are so many causes out there or reputed causes. I'm not a medical professional, so I can't tell you what is or isn't causing the hair loss. I went through a whole journey of trying to figure it out myself. I have alopecia areata where it falls out in clumps in certain areas and it's very much stress related with me. But I also had two chemo intervals along my way. So if there's anything that causes hair loss or makes you feel like that, trust me, I've been there. The one thing that I see sometimes that I want to explain to help you maybe try and change your thinking about it is when hair loss is occurring, You kind of get stuck in that place where you're hoping it'll grow back. So you're trying to make do and it keeps you from taking action. I mean, it certainly did with me. There were a period of several years where I just, I don't know, I just figured, well, you know, I'm not on chemo right now, so I really don't need, I don't have a valid reason for a wig. And that's just not true. When you're looking in the mirror and you aren't feeling as vibrant or as confident, you spend a couple hours in front of the mirror with a can of hairspray trying to get it to look great, then you leave the house and get rained on or what have you. I remember those nightmares. And I'll tell you, knowing what I know now, with so many natural alternative hair replacements, there's no reason. So if I can help guide you through that, encourage you to try something, then that will make me very happy. And my podcast is going to be from the point of not trying to sell you something in particular, just more of kind of an overview, because all of the choices out there can be overwhelming. But I'm hoping to be able to give you some guidance as we go along on that. There's so many options out there. And depending on which one is right for you, then we're going to try and cover those. And before I forget, if there's a subject you would like me to cover or a question that you have, email it to me. You can find at my website, there is an email list. It's Deborah at verybestlittlehairhouse.com. Or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram and send me a message. 
I'd love to hear from you. I know because I was myself at that point once. I remember when I felt my hair was thinning, but I wasn't really sure. This was the days before selfies and things like that. I took a picture of the back of my head and I could just see more scalp than hair. And I remember that pit of the gut feeling. And you know what? There's no reason for that. But I remember it. And then it can be terrifying because at that time, I live in a rural area. I had nobody to ask about wigs. Nobody wore wigs. There wasn't any wig shops near me, so to speak. And when I did venture out to wig shops and I would ask a question, it seemed like I couldn't get an answer. Quite a bit I heard, oh, well, I don't know. I don't wear wigs. Or, well, this one does this or what have you. So it can be overwhelming to begin with and when you don't have any help shopping. So that's why I created my store. And I'll be telling you more about the shop tomorrow and about some of the avenues that I went through to get my alternative hair along my journey. I'm not going to give you specific instructions on where to shop, but hopefully by telling you how we do things at our shop, you can learn from that so that it will empower you when you're looking at a website or if you're shopping at another place to be able to ask the right questions. Unfortunately, along the way with hair pieces and wig wearing, there's some trial and error. So I see in online forums when someone will be so disappointed when a wig or a topper doesn't work out for them. And my heart just goes out to them because it's really a lot easier when you have someone showing you how to make something work. And I see a lot of women that feel that getting alternative hair or something nice for themselves is extra. And that's just so not true. How you feel about yourself is so worth it. Now, hair or no hair, you may be comfortable with thinning hair. Some people are fine. I personally just like the way that wigs feel on me. I like to be able to look in the mirror and enjoy how I look. And so hopefully we can get you to that point too. So as far as for me, I'm going to run through all of the things that I did along the way. And we'll be covering some of these options in upcoming episodes. But I had brain surgery in 2003. After that, my hair never really came back. It was thin in the back. I told you about taking the picture. So hairspray became my best friend at that time. I tried clip-on bangs, toppers, clip extensions, sew-in extensions, the beaded extensions. And recently, I've heard of somebody having difficulty with a tape-in extension. I never tried that because I guess by that point, I had ventured into full wigs. And I'll talk about my experiences with those, especially tomorrow. We're going to talk about topper versus wig. And there are some things that you don't think about if you have not had a topper in your own hands. When you're watching on the commercials or whatever, and they clip it into place and it go, it's not always that easy. But we'll cover that tomorrow. So after all the extensions and the sew-ins and stuff like that failed, that's when I ventured into shops but there were not a lot of options. There was a beauty supply type store, and that was really my first 
wig shop. And back then, I didn't even know there was a difference. There are fashion grade wigs and there are medical grade wigs in all the way up to a cranial prosthesis. And we will be breaking those terms down in the future episodes too. But basically, there's quite a difference between the wig that you can get at the beauty supply store and a wig that fits your head like a glove. But anyway, some of the shops I went into, it was intimidating. I mean, that's scary. I walk in and they're like, can I help you? But I think if you go into a shop and they make you feel uncomfortable, to me, that's a warning sign. So I've developed everything in my shop to make you feel comfortable and at home. But in any of the stores I went, the selection was, let's say, crap. I mean, they seemed like it didn't look like anything new had been in a while. And now, granted, I live in a rural area. By all means, check out your local wig shop. There are plenty of them out there. I'm sure that are, I know there are some out there. I just wasn't able to find them. But anyway, they should be willing to talk to you about what your goals are. And we'll talk more about that later. I think a lot of the mistakes I made along the way was because I wasn't educated as to what I was buying. So if anything, we're going to tell you the differences between things and as much as possible. It's so hard because back in those days, I thought the picture is what I was going to look like. And there's so many factors that affect that. And we'll probably be covering that in like the third episode. How does a wig fit or how do you know it fits? But anyway, when I opened my shop, I thought I knew everything. I mean, I figured I wanted good wigs and that was enough, right? Well, I went to education from John Renault and Hair You Wear. And the first thing I learned was how much I didn't know. So that prepared me with pretty good base of wig knowledge and certifications. However, helping people one-on-one -on -one in person has taught me so much. Every woman is different. Wigs, they're all general sizes and there is so much variation. Hopefully I can help get you through that. So coming up, we'll be planning to do, oh gosh, I have so much to say. And I'll just warn you right now, I'm kind of blunt and my opinions are my opinion. You may have different opinions and that's fine too. But I kind of like to tell it like it is as far as alternative hair. And I'm probably going to say things that you might be hoping were a different answer. But if anything, what I say comes from my heart and I hope to help you. And I want you to love how you look, hair or no hair. And hopefully we can get you on the road to that. Trust me, it gets better as you go along. And something that fits you, whether it's a hairpiece, whether it's a wig, when it fits you and you look in the mirror and you like how you look and you go out in the wind and your hair is blowing, but it stays looking good, that is a great feeling. Now, that may sound superficial, but I really believe that hair is a huge body part. It's a huge part of personality, at least with me. And the thing is, is like with any other important body part, if we lose it, we replace it. So I don't think if your hair is important to you, 
replacing your hair is just as important and should have the same priority as the rest of the things in your life. And I can tell you, when you get that good feeling, it has ripple effects through your life. So hopefully we can get you excited about a wig or a topper. I'm looking forward to our next episode. I'm going to address why not all wigs are created equal and tell you a little bit some of my thoughts on shopping for a wig. So until next time, reach out Facebook, Instagram. I have a group on Facebook. I created one for Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. If you want to join that, I think there's just myself and two other members at this point. But anyway, you are welcome. And until next time, love yourself. I'm sending love to you and we're going to get through this. Bye-bye. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email, verybestlittlehairhouse.com, so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are.